For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off, Calvary. Hall, eight to shoot. Hall, the runner! Loose ball! It's good! Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. Oh, my goodness! Morrison, six! It's time for Zag Hoop Talk with Jack and Zag on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. I'm pretty much the monkey with the bone. Believe in the Zags. It is a Friday, the 28th of May, 2020. We'll bring it up right now, Rob. We recognize we need to be a little bit more consistent on the days we toss these out there. We get we, that. Yeah, we understand. It's, it's, it, we lose track of time just as much as everyone who's listening to us. We get it. Well, first of all, this is Memorial Day weekend, so you'll wake up and it's Tuesday. You wake up, you're halfway through the week. So right. we get a pass on that one. Right. Uh, and we've had such a phenomenal stretch of guests. I think this is our first pod in like eight weeks we haven't had a guest. Has it been this many weeks? I feel like all of COVID we've had a guest, just because no one's got shit to do. Well, that's very much true. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? No, you have nothing to do, so you're going to be on our show. You're going to be on our show. And so uh, we're, as you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel with all this. So we won't get too political, but we think in a couple of weeks we'll be back to normal, back to uh, pumping out pods for you on Tuesdays, Tuesdays, yeah. We were, I had a guest lined up, and I don't, I won't name his name, but he was a former player who transferred to, damn it. Can you hear that? Is that popping up on YouTube? What? The little, the doobie-da-doos, the notifications I'm getting on my computer. No, I didn't hear it. Oh, okay. Then I'll carry on like they're not happening because they're annoying the hell out of me. Anyway, I won't name his name, but. (laughs) He went to Gonzaga and he transferred to Creighton. Um, and <laughs> he now works for an NBA G League team. And we had we that, that surprise. Isn't he head coach? He's head coach of a NBA G League team. Again, we're not going to tell you who he is. We'll just tell you that he went to Gonzaga, transferred to Creighton, had a really good career at Creighton, and is now the head coach of an NBA G League team somewhere in middle America. We'll give you no more information. But I would have had to go through their press guy to get him on a podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's that big time now. He's that big time. And he's like, and to be honest with you, I'm 0 for 5 on requests. He dropped that he had been requested five times for on podcasts. And he was like, I'm happy to do it. Try to go through the guy, but there's no way he's going to green light it. 
Well, especially our podcast where we don't yeah. give a damn what we talk about, right? No. So, no. no it, well, we appreciate you, uh, Gigi. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll, your identity's safe. <laughs> yeah, your identity's really safe. And yeah, it's been, been a week. You know, I've been, I just learned how to use a chainsaw for the Ooh. first time. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, I'm going to ask a question and people out there are going to think I'm stupid, but I think it's a fair question because they exist. Gas or electric? Gas. Okay, good. Is there, I didn't know there was an electric. Exactly. There's, there's chainsaws you can plug in and it's for all the, it's for all the sissy liberals like your boy. Hey, are, are, are you a handyman? No, God, no. Come on. What do you mean? I don't know. The way you made it sound, I was thinking you were a handyman. No, I mean, I can do the bare basics. I can change your tire. Um, I can drive a stick. I always thought. See, I don't stick. know how to, I, I can't do the stick thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my, feet like, are, my feet are too big. So, oh, that actually makes sense. So what happens is, like, when I'm trying to do the clutch, I'll sometimes actually step on the brake, and not, and like, it's just a lot going on yeah. down there. So I just, I've never been, I've never been able to get the stick thing down. How did you learn? How did you learn to do the stick? Well, it's funny you ask, because my dad tried to teach me, because growing up, we had a truck that was a stick, Ford Ranger, and he tried to teach me a couple of times. My dad's not the most patient guy. When it comes I think that's to that all kind of dads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my dad gave me, my dad took me out like twice and then just completely gave up on me. He was like, you know what? You're not driving the truck. You just, you know, you got to drive the Volvo or the Maxima, which is, you know, two pretty feminine cars that we had in the, uh, the Ferris family arsenal. But, but here's my thing, thinking about this is like, would you take, were you learning in San Francisco? Is like that, that that makes me nervous because all of those hills in a stick shift sounds miserable. No, wait, can you hear that music playing? No, you have all the, <laughs> I think you. That was you. Me, no, is, I have no, I have no what, music on. What is happening? Oh, you know what? I had a, um, I had a Gonzaga news bulletin thing open and it started yelling at me. I was going to say, I have no music. Maybe it's in your head, Jack. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm going absolutely Captain Insano. Uh, but no, I didn't. I wasn't learning in San Francisco. I was learning in Petaluma, which was um, a little safer. It's actually Petaluma is Native American for little hills. But I was learning on I was learning on flat ground. Oof. Anyway, yeah, my, my dad is impatient, which I can imagine. Like, if you have a 15 year old in your truck, the truck that you drive every day, and he <laughs> and he keeps like every time he starts, it's and that sound is. There goes the transmission. Yeah, that sound is awful. Oh, uh, how many times you stall? Oh, all the time. I still from like, I'm, I'm pretty decent at it now, but I would say once in a blue moon I stall, and it's right when I am like, it, it's, I stall when I forget I'm driving a clutch. So oh, I was going to say, is when you're thinking you're too cool. Yeah, I'll stall. Uh, a lot of times it happens when I'm you're getting off the freeway and you haven't touched a gear in like, an hour Ugh. and you slow to fortunately you're able to stop you you slow to a red light coming off the exit but then your car just dies and you're like oh and, that's right that's right and that is the worst feeling when your car dies in it's public, quite embarrassing it is you want sometimes i tell my uh i tell the kids when we're in our car the one of the old cars i said if this thing breaks down 
we're just going to get out of the car and just start walking like we don't know. We have no recollection, no, we just get out of the car and just start walking somewhere else. Don't even look at it. Don't even give it any acknowledgement. We'll just start walking a different direction because it is the most embarrassing thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, eventually I was able to figure it out because my buddy taught me and my it took my buddy like 20 minutes to teach me because he was just talking to me differently. You know, he yeah. had a little bit more patience. And granted, I had a couple of lessons with my dad, but like I was off and running on my first try with my buddy. So, well, and it's not your dad where you're like, get off my back, dad. Yeah, you know, exactly. like, get off my back. Why are you being so hard on me? Exactly. Yeah. You know, have, you, sure. have you ever run out of gas in a car on the road? Dude, the stinking Lincoln came real close and I was in the car with all the kids and I was, I was so nervous. I was sweating bullets and all I'm, I'm, I see zero on the, dude, I've never been so, and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, we got to, we just got to get to the gas station as soon as possible. It is the worst feeling ever when you feel like you're going to run out of gas. I know. And then you're like cursing yourself the day before for putting it off. Uh, do you, is your gas gauge broken? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's nerve wracking. All of it's nerve wracking, man. Uh, just driving in general sometimes can be nerve wracking, but it's all good, man. Yeah. It's been, it's been just a crazy week, man. Just doing, like I said, yard work. My house looks like a golf course now, but I enjoy it. It's fun. Give me, get the kids out. And are you, I'm are you like, down. Yeah, remind me again, you're putting down sod or something at the- I uh, put sod down. I put sod down. I've done, I put some sprinklers to extend my yard even more. And just, I had a chainsaw, cut some trees down. I just have been like Mr. Outdoors, like- sanded some chairs and oh, restained yeah. them and i'm like damn all these projects i cleaned my gutters out yesterday i'm like this is this is what home ownership is all about now did you buy or rent the chainsaw or my neighbor oh even better option c yeah <laughs> i love it hey do you have a chainsaw oh what size do you want yeah. i was like oh Okay, just whatever I can cut this tree down with. Oh, come on, man. Here you go. So now, that's been good. Are you having people over to help you or are you like YouTubing stuff to figure out what to do? YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's a, a dude, treasure. Dude, I, I changed my carburetor in the uh, garbage disposal, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I changed that in my sink in the kitchen the other day with just YouTube. I was like, now it was Jimmy Buffett teaching me. It was a little weird, but what? No, it wasn't really Jimmy Buffett, but it was this guy that actually had a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, I would trust a guy in a Hawaiian shirt to do something like that because he and he, some sandals, open yep. shoes, sand. Yep, he's yep. a dad. Oh, yeah. He's absolutely a dad. Long ponytail. Speaking of Jimmy Buffett, have you seen the movie Beach Bum? You know, I have not seen the film Beach Bum, Rob, with what? Matthew McConaughey. Oh, that's relatively recent, isn't it? Oh, dude. Isn't it, it dark? It is dark, but it's good at the same time. Like, Jimmy Buffett's in it, actually. What? Wait, is this the one with Anne Hathaway? It, uh, no, this is the one where Snoop Dogg's in it. Oh, God. It, no, I haven't no, seen it's, this. No, it's wild, dude. It's about this um, poet 
that is like he's a he's a damn near billionaire but he lives like a beach bum and he writes these great poems and stuff and i'm not going to get into what happens in the movie but it's actually kind of like he just lives and like writes these poems and does a lot of drugs and i don't know it was a pretty good matthew mcconaughey movie it's a matthew mcconaughey movie basically is there murder involved there is death there is death okay unexpected death Correct. Okay. 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 Check it out. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. You know what I started watching the other night before I went to bed and I immediately, 15 minutes in, decided, what am I doing? I'm an idiot. Epstein? Exactly. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh my goodness. I got about 15 minutes in and then when you figure out that he stole explicit pictures of a 12 year old. I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I was like, if that, if we're 15 minutes in and that's what we're talking about, it's just going to get worse and worse from here. Dude, dude. So remember when I was talking in Vegas about like that Hoth, I'm not, and I'm not downplaying what has happened to these victims. It's terrible, but you remember when I said like, in Vegas, there's probably some kind of like hostile thing going on. Oh yeah, you're thinking like an Epstein set of sex slave deal. Bingo. That's what I, I feel like. There's some kind of like weird billionaire club that is just like these nut jobs. I don't know, man. It just, yeah. dude, that thing. You did? Did you not finish it? No, I got out, and I have people telling me just to soldier on, keep on. Dude, keep on you got on. to because like. I'm, I'm looking, they didn't finish the story. Like they didn't finish how he made billions of dollars. There's a, so there's a podcast out uh, that's pretty good. It tells the story of him growing up. And before he got into the stock market, he was like a history teacher. But he didn't I, graduate. Yeah, I, yeah, he's got his super complicated past. And it's guess, weird. He was uh, like a 23, 24 year old teacher and shocker he hung out with all the undergrads at parties and stuff yeah no yeah that's no shocker right there but (laughs) the thing is the the crazy thing about that whole documentary was the dude didn't even graduate from college so how was he able to teach college yeah well it was high school he was teaching high school so i don't know if he got his his oh i didn't Yeah. yeah i don't know um but apparently he just met the right guys uh, the, which is life, you know, he met the right people and then he started managing their money and then he started, he set up his own shop and he only needed like three or four clients because the three or four clients were like multi-billionaires and he was like right. fake, he was faking it until he made it for a while and then eventually just, he was, he was part of the scene. And what became a billion dollar pimp, that's pretty much what ends up happening. It's I, wild. I wouldn't even, I mean... What's I'm not saying pimp. I'm not glorifying no, pimp. No, 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 no. I would say a, a, a sex trafficker who got high on his own supply. Yeah, th- this is a touchy subject. I know. I, I don't, see. We're I don't going to. All right, all right. One, okay, more no. thing, one more yes. thing on the documentary, and then I swear we're done because I'm okay. sure we've already offended several people. Yeah, but, for sure. Listen, he's a monster. This is an anti-sex trafficking podcast, okay? Right. I got a daughter here, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, okay. That said, 
I don't care what you do for a living. And again, where maybe are we I'm, going with this, Jack? When I'm, you start talking like this, it makes me nervous. Maybe I'm speaking out of turn here, but one of the victims, and again, you know, hearts out to the victims. She was a painter, and she had pictures of her 12-year-old sister without any clothes on. That's an odd thing to be carrying around with you, in my humble opinion. And selling, and selling. Yeah, she was painting pictures of her sister and turning around and selling them, which maybe it was different times in 1996, I don't know. But, See, that's my whole thing with art. I don't get. I know yeah. we're going to, um, we'll just, yeah, I don't get art because it's obviously off of your interpretation. But like when I look at some art, I'm like, that is shit. That is sure. absolute garbage. But it goes for like 2.5 million. I don't yeah. get that. I don't get it. What's what your, makes it, what makes that value is my question. I've never agreed with you more on anything in my life. Like if it's a if it's a cool picture of like, like Gonzaga, scenery, landscape, or like yeah. Gonzaga, you know what I mean? If it's like St. Al's, it's like oh, right. you know, like that means something to me because it's part of my past. Right. I don't like, but some painting of an old church, like maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how you value people's art, like because there's and, and people will put up the dumbest mm -hmm. things together, like. They'll put a bike and then put some like tape around the bike and say it's art. And they'll be like, huh, it's my interpretation of life or some bullshit. I don't know. Like, it's just wild. Did you have millionaire teammates who bought art just because people told them it was art and spent a stupid amount of money on it? You know what? I, I bet Kobe and I know Pal probably did. I Pal Spanish. I know but he did. Both of those guys are, are pretty worldly. Yeah, so maybe they actually understand it. I, cause I can see people who, oh, well, I'm told this is cool and it's super expensive, but you know, I'm told it's cool. I'm going to buy it. I don't care. But, and I, I don't get that. Yeah. I just don't, I, I'm like, uh, that looks really bad. Like, I don't know why you need that on your, on your wall, but I guess it's all interpretation of, I don't know, man. Like who's that guy, big Gigsby, whatever the hell his name is, who, puts his, his pictures on walls and shit. Gatsby? What's his, Gatsby. Is it Gatsby? Yeah, well, the, like the F. Scott Fitzgerald book, The Great Gatsby? No, not The Great Gatsby. The dude who, oh, I wish yeah, Vinny's asleep right now. I um, The dude who goes around and puts them wild pictures on like brick walls and then all of a sudden the brick wall is worth like $20 million. Oh, he's a muralist? Y yes. Oh, I don't um, know. There's this one dude, Vinny knows him. Um, I can't think of his name. Someone, listeners, tell us who this guy is. He goes around like New York, he goes around the world and like will put a, like a little piece of art somewhere on the wall. And it's like, it's an interpretation of like, you know, war versus peace or he'll have some kind of like poetic kind of okay. art. But then at the same time, then that piece of art on that wall, it might be like, three feet tall, that's it. It'll go for millions. And then people are cutting the wall off their building. Hell yeah. That guy's dude, got it figured out. Dude, it's why, but no one knows who he is. Oh, really? Oh, so he's not collecting all the money? No. Oh, really? I, 
that's the he just goes and puts his art somewhere and then it's worth millions speaking of there was a muralist who was like a pretty he was a pretty big deal he's well respected in the muralist community i guess yeah. And when Facebook got like their brick and mortar offices down in Silicon Valley, 2005, they had him come in and paint all the yeah. walls and they were, I forget what amount of money they offered him, but it was like substantial cash. It was like a couple hundred grand or something like that. Just to, to paint some walls. They offered him that or stock in 2005, Ooh. Facebook stock. And he took the stock and it's worth $200 million. See, that's where I need, that's where I'm screwing up. I need to do I need to get into some art. I'm going to start doing pictures of myself and then just sending them out to the masses. You should just walk around with naked pictures of yourself and like, be like, whoops. Oh, that's all. Oh, sorry. I'm an artist. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Why do you have all these naked pictures? Of you? I'm, well, I'm an artist. So, you know, oh, I'm an artist. I'm a photographer. I'm a photographer. <laughs> All right. Yeah. One last Jeffrey Epstein thing, and then I promise you we're done. One last one. The documentary came out on Tuesday, and you finished it? I finished it, dude. Okay. How many? It's like six I, hours, isn't it? Or is it no, it's only, four, it's only four episodes. Okay, okay. But the thing is, there's a lot of gap that I'm just like, things aren't... Uh, there's some things that are missing and, and he was murdered i'm putting it down oh, yeah. no there's no question they they, they they said in the prison the cameras were broken and they and both the, fell asleep like two guys fell asleep at the same time right come on like now yeah. it's a prison it's a yeah. el chapo's in that prison yeah you're gonna tell me come on so and i mean those prisoner guards make what like maybe 50 grand so if right. they're if they're offered like hey here's five hundred thousand dollars shut your mouth yeah i mean you're taking that money well uh, yeah exactly they're getting they're getting paid crazy money i don't know we're going down the conspiracy road it's just gonna snag a quick break right here to hear from our good friends at bet online the interesting most interesting thing of the documentary was watching this perception that michael was too hard on his teammates did you guys feel that way was Michael too hard on his teammates or that's ridiculous. Great players. We can all battle and compete. I mean, I mean, MJ knew who he could talk to and knew he, who he had to push. He, he was one of those guys who made you work harder because you see how he worked. So it made you work harder. And, and there was some guys who he would on. But I didn't think it was in a way that it was harmful or bullying. It's just that you ain't gonna talk crazy to me, and don't think I'm gonna talk crazy back to you. Right. Now, when he was talking to Scott, when he was talking to Scott Brown, and telling Scott stuff, and Scott wasn't man enough to stand up for who he was. You ain't doing that shit to me. I know. I mean, I wasn't there, and you know, for the second three people, but I knew most of some of the guys on that team and I know damn well if you're gonna call Hart and a, a few other guys that the bitches and hoes, they weren't gonna stand for that. I'm pretty sure they edited that out of the documentary that Hart going back back at him on that. But saying that, let me clear something up about this food thing. That he tried to take my food. 
Do we have some Lissa letters? We do. I actually have a text from Melissa. I was going to surprise you. I was going to bring Lissa on. Oh. Uh, I was going to sneak her in She here. gets really mad at me because I don't go on her little Tuesday specials. I understand. I Here's, here's what she does now to piss me off, and it's working. <laughs> Let me read you her text. This, I got a couple of Lissa texts because obviously our my thing now is to point out the fact that I never get invited to these Zach chats. Um, a few weeks ago, she sent a screenshot. It's you and Sam and, and, and all her girlfriends. And then this Tuesday, she goes, okay, I have a hypothetical question. Who else would you try to get on a Zoom call when you already have B Mike as a guest? See. So she's asking me who she should invite to the party without inviting me to the party. She wants Adam to come on the show, and I don't think she realizes that, or not to show. Um, the, her, the Zoom. Her, her, the her Tuesday Zoom. Zoom. Her Tuesday Zoom, and I'm just like, Adam is a very introverted person, and that just doesn't work for him. I'm trying to, I'm trying to instill, I'm trying to let her know that that ain't gonna happen. Now, when you go on these things, I'll get to her her funny text in a second why she canceled on us. When you go on these things. Who dominates the conversation? Is she like the point guard, or is it just kind of a free for all? Dude, I was on there for maybe five to ten minutes. <laughs> I, didn't, I, 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 my Tuesdays are always really busy around. The, I, the, yeah, no, I, I don't have any excuses, but because yeah, it's always, I, it's always the usual cast of characters, like six of her close buddies. Yeah, and then and then like two or three like pretty big name Zach players. Yeah, no, like not, Pargo, not, I think yeah. Pargo was on it. I, yeah, Matt was getting, on it. Matt was on it like a month ago. When you get Matt Bolden, yeah, on your on your little Zoom, that's when you know you're big time. It was Lissa. Was Lissa even going to games ten years ago? That might piss her I, off. Maybe she was. I don't know. I'm not gonna answer that. Isn't it crazy that that Matt grad Matt hasn't been a Gonzaga basketball player for ten years? That is weird. Yeah. It yeah, is weird. And just to think about that type of stuff, like I think about playing and I remember being like 21 and not even 21, like 18. And I looked at Ira like, dude, you are so old. Old, yeah, because Ira was like, what, 24, 25? He was like 24, just turned 25. I remember this. I remember like, who is this adult person? An at, adult. At these, at these undergrad parties. And you thought you he was an adult. Now oh. I look at him like, oh, I'm 25. I'm 25's not that old, you know? 25, I was a moron. Still am. Yeah. I'm on the wrong right. 30. Right. But at the time when you're playing, you're just like, dude, that, that is old. And then when you play with like 30-year-olds, like guys like our age, yeah. you're like, man, what is it like to be 30? Like what? You just felt like those guys were so much older than you when it came to basketball. I got I got a fucked up story about that. So I was walking. <laughs> I was walking in Petaluma, the town where I grew up, the other night, up by the water tower. Yeah. And like, of course, small town water tower. If you're a kid, you party there, right? I don't know, but okay, go ahead. And so there was. I'm not exaggerating. There was like 100, 110, 125 high school seniors up there partying. It was a Wednesday. But they were like, you know, there's yeah, they don't their school's over. They don't care. And, and you know what? Like I felt bad like I'm not I'm not going to call it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, 
there's, You've been there. Yeah, well, the bummer, though, is <laughs> all the guys were drinking, like, IPAs, and all the girls were drinking, like, Trulies, and I'm a Truly guy. And I was like, oh, I have the same taste as a 17-year-old girl. It's perfect. <laughs> but anyway, they, uh, the cops were coming from another direction, and so they all scattered. And they scattered down the hill, the hillside that I was walking up. Yeah. And this one dude, like, totally almost ate it on a bike, and everyone was laughing at him. And then he like cleaned himself up and he started walking the bike and he looked at me dead serious, was like, how's your evening, sir? <laughs> and I, I've never felt older in my life. I felt no, it heard me. It's yeah, it's weird. Like when I would coach basketball camps, especially now, they're like, Sir or Mr. Sacre. Like, yeah, Mr. Sacre, yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. who are you talking to? Like, uh-huh. let's go. Admon said that to me one time. Gilder? Yeah, he goes, yes, he goes, yes, sir. I'm like, uh-uh, we ain't, no, we're not doing that. I'm, 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 no, we can't be doing the whole sir deal around here. But then, yeah, it's, tri- it's tricky because you do want to kind of establish yourself as like, you owe me a An little adult. bit of respect. Yeah. But then right. you don't, you don't want to be, on, you don't want to be on like Coach Few Tommy levels of respect. You don't no. want to be way up there. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not there yet. I'm definitely <laughs> not there yet. I'm not sure you'll ever be. That's not where you want to be. You don't want to no, be there. No, 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 no. Yeah. Nah, I try to stay away from that as much as possible. But what do we got for Lissa's letter? Claire? Yeah, so she texted me um, very professional out of her. She texted me like four minutes before we were supposed to go on air. She said, shit, I'm sorry, but I can't do this morning. I have a fucking migraine, and I'm about to drug myself to death. Well... Yeah. That's her Fresca vodkas or what she'd be sipping on. Those are those. That's that just, that's no, I think so. I just like to give her shit for those drinks. But yeah. her and Tom came over this week, I think. Did they come over this week? Yeah. They came over on Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember. But she's the, good people's man. The, the evolution of Zagchick, which is her Twitter handle, has, has been remarkable within the Gonzaga community. Because I knew her for so long as who is this crazy chick on Twitter that just like has absolutely no filter? Like she must be a maniac. And then finally I met her with like, well before the podcast yeah. at, at like some sad function. I was like, she doesn't totally like look and act like the person she is on Twitter. Like all, you know, like, like most yeah, yeah. she doesn't come off as what she put portrays in Twitter. She's a really, yeah, yeah she's a really yeah. sweet, nice lady. And it's awesome. She's great to hang out with. And then it's fun, and the, but then I'm just like, I get these pictures of her Zoom meetings, and it's like, yeah, how's Jeremy Pargo on there? Like, what, how, did, <laughs> how did she get his number? Like, what's funny is every week it's a, it's, it's a new couple of guys, oh, like she rotates them in and out. Yeah, like, wasn't, wasn't Pendo on there two weeks ago? Uh, Pendo was on this week with B-Mike, I believe. Oh, so, okay, so he did go on. You know, he, she, she has a way of making it work, and I give her credit. She she got on our show. So yes, she did. <laughs> yes. Happy so. to have her. Thrilled to have Amen. Her. Amen. Amen. Um, I we got I got a little bit of Zag news. Okay. I haven't had Zag news in a long time. No. Jalen Suggs. Yep. Who is officially going to be a Gonzaga Bulldog now? Yep. I think it's yep. too. I think it's too late. Knock on wood. I guess it's never too late. You could always just bounce. He was named Max Preps Athlete of the Year this week. Dang. Yeah. He's a, he's a baller quarterback as well. Uh, so, I, I mean, there was no baseball season for high school athletics. 
Yeah. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure we've ever had a max prep player of the year at Gonzaga. No, it goes to show how Coach View is really, you know what, I give a lot of uh, credit to Coach View on how he's progressed as a coach. And I think he is, in, in his career now, able to coach those type of guys. Yeah. You know, I think he, he he's able, he has, he's gone through, I think my era where we had a lot of really talented guys, but we had a lot of knuckleheads at the same time. So we had to go through a lot of different, uh, different growing pains. But then I think after that, going into the next couple years, you look at the, the talent level he's had with Zach, Sabonis, all these other big name guys, he's really kind of, figured out his niche of coaching and how to develop those guys and really create those guys for the next level. So I'm, I'm happy for coach Few and I'm happy for Seth. Were any of those knuckleheads you mentioned, uh, Sudanese by way of Canada? Oh, there were two of them. And then, <laughs> uh, and, and we, but they, again, those guys were really talented too. We had a lot of talent come through, uh, through this era, or my era, I would say, but we just, we, I think that was when, cause that was when the time we were trying to figure out, okay, we're now becoming a, a, a bit of a program now. We're becoming a bigger name than we were before. And I think he's kind of jumped to the next level where he's, we're a supreme program now, you know? Yeah, yeah. So congratulations to Jalen Suggs. Congratulations for us for uh, getting the Max Preps Athlete of the Year. Other news, Corey Kispert still hasn't pulled out of the draft. Does that make you nervous? That's your guy. Quite a little bit. He was told by the NBA Undergraduate Draft Advisory Committee, which did that exist when you were coming? That's relatively new. It, it might have happened my last year. No, 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 because you had to – I remember you had to make a decision, yes or no. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he's been told by the NBA Undergraduate Draft Advisory Committee that he should expect to be an early second-round pick. Then he's going, I guess, if that's what he feels like. I, yeah, so. I don't know, man. I, you know, when he, when he said he was going to test out the process, I was like, yeah, classic. I actually, I remember getting mad at the Instagram. I was like, what? Everybody does this. You don't have to put this on Instagram. But uh, our mutual Bud Bart was like, no, that's – you have to, like, do that now if you're a college basketball player. You have to, like, make these well, on and Instagram. I don't know – obviously, I don't know where the future is going with everything. But um, it's, it's tough because now, I think in 2000 – or 2021, they start the pay-to-play, right? So that I think that starts. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think I think to be honest with you, I think the NCAA is screwed. I don't know how this is going to be able to work, especially now after this COVID bullshit. You know, I I don't know how the NCAA is going to survive. To be honest with you, I don't know how that's going to work. The NCAA is like a governing body. Like yeah. college sports will continue, but this the NCAA will have to. I, well, I don't know because you got the pay to play now. When how are you like? They just have to, they just have to. NCAA has to lay down their arms and be like, okay, is it cool if we keep 
the organizing tournaments and stuff and then you guys can kind of do whatever you want like you can but that's where the monopoly comes in right where the well people, the i know players I, that get paid the most will go to the biggest school it's just i think i do think i do think there can be like a board of representatives from each of the conferences that can be like yeah. a governing body like yeah. like united states but each state govern themselves like obviously look how that's working out <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the power five conferences will obviously right. you know they'll have a bigger say they'll have right. a more pull but you know we'll have a wcc representative in there for basketball i i do think the nc2a is just too powerful and it's like they make a ruling it's like well gotta do it right. gotta play by the nc2a rules right and i it's i don't know what it, what's we're all basing on what uh, college football is going to do in the future. That's how we're basing this upcoming season. We're kind of looking at how, you know, what the the football teams are going to be doing in the stands and all that. Because I think by June 1st, they're voluntarily guys can come in and work out now. But how do you regulate that? I don't. I don't know. It's just. Oh, you're, talk, a, you're talking about GU right now. Players can come in and, and shoot around. But. Because yeah, yeah usually usually right now you're doing like the the unofficial yeah. official scrimmages every right, other night. Right. Right. And but the thing is now the NCAA allowed it, but now it's just it all depends on the state, and each state has different laws with this whole COVID thing on working out and when you can work out. So it's just a it's a cluster right now. So yeah, I just I I feel I feel for those guys in college right now because it's it's kind of uncertain in the sense of like for Corey's sake, are you wanting to take that chance to go in the NBA right now, but at the same time and make some money or do you want to take your chance and go back to college, but we don't know what this upcoming season is going to look like. There's too many unknowns to kind of make that decision. So I just wish nothing but the best for Corey and he's a great guy. I just hope he makes the right decision and he feels comfortable with it and just, Swing for the fences when you whatever decision he goes with. Yeah, that's the thing. Commit a hundred percent because we talked about six months ago, right when you know it was clear Gonzaga was going to be the one seed in the West and have a real shot at a national championship, and Zach Norvell was bouncing from you know ten day contract here to ten day contract there. He, to his credit, which most athletes would never do, that they'd be too prideful. He's, he's you know pretty much said, I think I made the wrong decision. I should have stuck around him. Yeah, and that's a hard decision, and that's I give him like you said, I give him credit for you know biting his pride and saying yeah. being honest. But it's a it's a tough decision because you know that NBA, especially now with the NBA where it's going, people don't realize what this uh, sports world is like a microcosm of the actual world. So I agree. People, no, I agree. The, yeah, the, the kind of the unofficial leaders, the sporting world. Right. So what happens is, just like the unemployment rate in America, well, that affects the same in sports. So there's going to be a, lot, a larger number of athletes competing for a smaller job because you got to look at all the European jobs that are going to be there like they were a year ago as well. So things are going to the job the jobs are going to get smaller but you're still going to have a huge big pool of players looking for a job so are you willing to take that risk at the same time 
Yeah, and, and back to your point of Gonzaga kind of waiting and seeing when they can have uh, unofficial official practices and you got to go by the state. If only we had a powerful alumni who owned a giant basketball training facility, I don't know, mm. across the street from campus yeah. where, where players could maybe, without telling anybody, go in there and, and run all the time. I mean, who knows? No, it, yeah, it, who knows? I don't know. It's it's all it's all up in the air. I just wish I wish nothing but the best for these all every all the players, all the athletes out there. It's it's kind of questionable, but man, just enjoy the game you love. Shit, go shoot on your hoop out in the parking lot. You know, go out in your driveway and go shoot. That's that's how we got better in the first place. That's where you started. So might as well. Go there and do that. But. Yeah, make sure it's 10 feet, though. It would really screw you up if you found out it was like 9 feet, 6 inches. And you didn't Your shot is always yeah. like <laughs> short every time. Um, oh. Before we get into uh, starting fives, I appreciate, Rob, we've been talking for like, what, 40 minutes, and you have yet to bring up how phenomenal my hair looks. Dude, well, I, I didn't know when you wanted to bring that up, but it is – did you do that? No, no black market situation here in California. Gotcha. Got it. Gotcha. So no, you don't know me. Don't. Yep, yep. No, no names. Friend of a friend. Yes. Snuck in the back, back door of a barbershop. Snip, snip. It's very nice. High and tight. High and tight. Little fade on the side. And, and, and you, you still look like you have a nice full set of hair on the top of your head too. I, well here, yeah, she kind of, she didn't touch the top of my hair at all, which, I mean, let you know how ridiculous. You kind of, yeah, you have that little Ren Tin Tin look. You Ren know? Tin Tin, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big Tin Tin guy. But I almost think it's a little, like, it's a little too top-heavy, the haircut. No, it's like, good look, bro. You know, like alt-right kind of haircut. Yeah, but I hear where you're going with this. Maybe. <laughs> like, you could be an anchor for Fox News or something yeah, exactly, like that. exactly, exactly. Yeah. But... In, a, in, a, in like a couple of weeks, the sides will grow out and it'll, it'll even up a little bit. Yeah, you, you look, it looks sharp, man. You look good, man. Thanks, bro. Whatever you're selling, I'm buying. Okay, excellent. Excellent. Well, you, we are doing starting five things we want to do or places to visit, excuse me, when yes. all this COVID nonsense is, is completely behind us. Uh, and one was going to be a barbershop, so that's out. Oh, Okay. But I know I because I I wanted to clarify. Did you want to do like places like destinations? But then I, I was going to do destinations. But, but then, it, but, then I, but then I was like, you know, we could do both. We'll just call it places. I like it. Starting five places. Starting five places. So do you want to? Start? I'll start off. I'll start off with my center. Okay. I'll start off with my center, Nashville, center. Tennessee. When COVID is over, I want to go to Nashville. Uh, I, okay, so I need to get to Austin, Texas. Sixth Street, yep. Well, I shouldn't say that because it's probably going to be on my list now. But yeah, Nashville's up there with a city I need to visit. And everyone I, who knows me says, dude, it's your, it's your place. I heard it is an amazing city. Like, I heard. Oh, you've never, a, you've never been? I've, I've never been. Oh, okay. These are places that really, well, there's some places that I have been to, but. There, um, it's, 
I've never been. So I've, I've heard Nashville is an amazing city to go out and see. Like, it's like country Vegas almost. Yeah, exactly. I, I need to check it out, though. And That's my center. It got devastated by tornadoes, like right when all this COVID business was happening. Remember that? I know. So Nashville. Nashville. Get it together, man. All right, my my dad is coming through. My center. And I have never been, Rob. Don't laugh, don't laugh at me. New York. Really? I've never been to New York. It's yeah. a little stressful. I feel like New York is stressful. Oh, really? But you're Louisiana. Slow. I'm slower. That's why. Yeah. I remember I had this. In, no, they're assholes on the East Coast. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's why I don't live there. It's because I had like this pass to get on the train. And like my, it's like a card thing. I don't know how to work it. Yeah, sure. And I was trying to like get in and get through those like turnstiles. And I was like, how does this thing work? And I'm hearing, I see a line behind me. People are New Yorkers. Like, and they're just really getting, upset. Oh, dude. Yeah. It was just like, oh, getting the, oh, come on. Like, uh-huh. figure it out. I'm like, well, assholes. If you just help me, and we I'll, be, I'll get, we, yeah, we can all get out of here. But yeah. you guys are just bitching about me just doing, not getting it right. But that was my experience in New York. But at the same time, it's if you haven't been, you need to check it out. Yeah, so, sounds like you hate my pick. That's fine. No, that's fine. I, but I hate <laughs> I hate the majority of your picks. But that, okay. that's where we go. All right, Nashville, Tennessee for you. What else you got? For my my point guard, is complete opposite. Okay. I went with Jordan Montana. We have a listener in Jordan Montana. Do you know that? Couldn't you? Yeah. Uh, what is it? He's a couple years older than me, right? Is that guy? Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is. He's a big listener of our show. I've got a question. Yeah. What's stopping you from going to Jordan Montana now? Ten hours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it shorter when COVID's over? I feel like Jordan. Mo- I feel like anything you want to do in Jordan, Montana, you're available to do right now. That is very true. That is a valid, very good point. <laughs> Here's the thing: I don't want to. I I do want to drive, but I really just don't feel like driving right now during this time. I just don't feel like driving ten hours and then being stuck if I need. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 Okay. No, I don't know. I don't know. But Jordan, Montana, is on my list. And I'm going to go shoot some things and tackle some cows and just live out in the country for about a week. L-I-V-I-N. I'm going to go with a bottomless mimosa bar as a, as a place I want to visit when this is all over. I went to one in Vegas right before this thing started. It was good, man. Oh, uh, do, oh here's here's thing about mimosas i've never turned down responsibly of course when i'm not driving or anything i've never turned down uh, hey you want another mimosa like I, the answer is always going to be yes for me yeah the next day the older we get mimosas no, they destroy suck. they destroy you because you got the sugar from the champagne and then orange juice is like 95 percent sugar it's not not exactly the yeah, best thing they and they suck if you have too many in the beginning of your day too yeah, because you'll get hangover during the day, correct? You'll get dried up. You get that dry feeling. Right, yeah. right. Uh, it's oof, man, no, that is no joke. Oh yeah, like, I'm, I'm ready to overdo it on, 
mimosas when this is all said and done. Cause you're you're outside, you're hanging with with buds. You know, there's 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 you're ladies having brunch. around. You're having brunch. Cut nice little omelet with you. Forget about it, dude. Cracking oh, jokes. Man. Jokes are yeah. going. You know what? I'm I'm going to my third pick, and I hope I can have mimosas there. The Kentucky Derby. Kentucky. Derby. I think we, we've talked about this probably an annoying amount of times now. In the well, show. we got robbed. We Jack. got robbed. Rob and I were going to, to the Kentucky Derby. They invited us out to do a show. Here's the crazy thing. You and I both were going to go, and we didn't even plan on going together. Yeah. That was the craziest part. We were supposed to go to the Derby this year. Imagine, I mean, I was ready to, to spend a stupid amount of money on just renting a, two ridiculous suits. Cause you gotta go to, you gotta go one for the Oaks on Friday, right? Oh, I didn't, I know you had to bring suits, but I didn't know what, uh, yeah, no. I no, was, it was gonna be a great experience. It's gonna be oh, a great I was prepared. Are you gonna go in September? See, I heard it's in September. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, they, I, I don't know. They won't re return or refund our tickets because they said, hey, no, it's happening just six months later. It's like, well, fuck, yeah. man. Well, yeah, it's a little different now. Uh, a lot has happened in the last six months, yeah. you know. But I do have this on when this is over. I can't make it in September. I have life. Yeah, life, life, life. Well, are you are you going back to school in September? Or are you done? I'm, dude. I thought I had five classes. I only have three more classes. I'm done in December. Easy load. So I'm I'm taking a class right now. I'm taking another class in uh august and then i got one class in the fall and i'm done homie and then you're you're a master communicator yep. oh yeah and then maybe you know what i'm liking the ring of dr sacre i might go for my phd that would be hilarious oh <laughs> yeah just come into your class and teach and then hey let's not rule out you making a bid for uh sac Sacramento, Spokane City Council. Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna be. I, I, my hands are gonna be all over this town. Trust me. I mean, you need. Well, you have. You, all you need is a little bit of property in Spokane, and you, you, you have an address or two in Spokane. So you'll be good to go. Talk to me. Talk to me. All right, Kentucky, Kentucky Derby is a good one. Um, gee whiz, I'm gonna go Austin. I alluded to it earlier, but I have a trip to Austin planned in December. Or no, sorry, in November when the Zags are going. Oh, dude, I think you're going to have a good time. I've, I've been to Austin. I never got to experience Austin, but I've heard from multiple sources that Austin is an amazing city to check out. Yeah, It's like San Francisco and Texas. That's what I've heard. I'm in. Well, I'm in. not as San Francisco, San Francisco. <laughs> but yeah. it's San Francisco and Texas. Yeah, I 6th Street, baby. I've got a buddy yes. there, and then, yeah, the plan is Zags, knock on wood, Zags play on a Friday night, we play Texas, mm. and then the next day is TCU playing football at Texas, and then Sunday's the last day of the Masters, because the Masters is in November now. So you're going to go watch the Horny Toads. I'm going to watch the Horny Toads, my man. The Horn Frogs. And we can't decide, we can't decide – if we're going to be horny toad guys or longhorn guys. I like that burnt orange, though. 
I like the burnt orange too, but it's so much more fun to root for a team on the road. Oh, I've like, been down to Pullman with Gonzaga stuff. It's yeah, fun. yeah. Like we might, we might. It might be a game time decision. We'll we'll walk around the tailgating scene if we stumble upon some fun horny toads. We'll be horny toad guys. Yeah. No, why not? You live and you learn. I, that, yeah. Why not? I, you know, I went with one that I just kind of hit for the fence. England. I've never been to the England. Love it. Have, have no, you been I, to England? I've been to Heathrow Airport for like six hours. Did one of your really? kids break out? No. I, someone pulled up in my driveway. I have no idea who this is. So I'm, you can't accidentally pull up in your driveway. Right. No, that don't work like that. You know? <laughs> it don't work like that. But, um, yeah, no. England, I've always had I, – I love fish and chips, you know, but I've always – I have – my grandfather was from there and I've always just wanted to know what London and all that looks like. So once this is all done, I want to, I want to head overseas and check out what London, England looks like. All right. For number three, I'm going to put a gym. Oh, you need gonna, to get, you got to get that testosterone up. I'm going to bro out on you. I want to go to the gym. I want to feel a pump. Uh, well, you know, it's funny. I've been doing like these home workouts and I feel like I'm getting a better workout at home watching these Instagram videos. Because when I go to the gym, I do the same thing every goddamn time. Right. I go at my own speed. So I do like, I do like five things. It takes me like 45 minutes. You know, my heart right. rate is like not getting up at all. And then I walk out of there thinking like crushed it. <laughs> but the whole workout body weight deals are, are way tougher. Yeah, no, no question. Yeah, I like him. I, I prefer just now just doing my push-ups and sit-ups at the house now and yeah i'm good i'm good with that but that whole like surge of like testosterone and oh, yeah. like lifting after like a good pump you're just like oh yeah i'm ready to, i'm ready to, yeah you just get jacked up and it's a little crazy you get like you understand those guys now yeah you want to go like pick a fight or like yeah. start start a company or something you just have like testosterone just pouring out of your pores okay. wow I'm in. Yeah. All right, your my, last, your last one. My grandma's house. Oh, cute. I know it's, I, but I would love to go to my grandma's house when this shit's all over, so I can get some good cooking, get to hang out, and my grandmother will cook me the best Louisiana food in America. Louisiana. Um, what is the name of the water park in Spokane, or not Spokane, North Idaho? Silverwood. Silverwood, baby. That's oh, where you had you just uh, I'm going you're to peasing, you're peasing to our, our Yo, northern yeah. Idaho and I'm pandering. Pandering. Yeah, 100%. I see. But uh dude, I love Silverwood. Ooh. Silverwood's fun. It's fun. It's 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 unique. It's I no, could I could stay in that lazy river for two hours. I don't I know everyone pees. I don't give a shit. I'm peeing too. Yeah, who cares? It. Yeah, yeah, that's what chlorine's for. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. what chlorine's for. I just don't open your eyes down there. That's all you gotta worry about. Exactly, exactly. Do you ever drink those frozen margaritas they have it? No, I've only been to Silverwood in the summer once. So I'm. Your kids are I'm, getting old enough, aren't they? Right. Now, my youngest might be just a little, but my oldest is ready to go on the rides and do all that type of stuff. Yeah. I think if it opens this summer, we might go. So uh, we'll, we'll just see, but. Yeah, silver would be a good pick. A little advice. Stay away from those frozen margarita deals. Are they strong? 
No, or they're super weak. I mean, if you and, just and you're get, paying like ten bucks yeah, for them, just yeah, pay no. four dollars and get the shaved ice. It's it's the same thing. Yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll just throw a, a a pint in my my underwear and get in that way. <laughs> But um, hey, I just had somebody pull up in my driveway. I yeah. I don't want to cut it short. Go take care of us. Go take I, defend the family. What do I do? What I need. I got happiness is not something ready made. Oh man, I butchered that. Hold on. Happiness is not something ready made. It comes from your own actions. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.